This episode is sponsored by Moving Beyond the Page Homeschool Curriculum, How Children Want to Learn. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com. Welcome to the Savvy Homeschool Moms podcast, episode number 58. In this episode, the moms check in with how the beginning of the school year is going and how they are adapting to the new year's schedules. <laughs> Mom, where's my glasses? Honey, where's my glasses? Why is a dog wearing a tutu? Honey, is this one of your science projects in the fridge? I'm hungry. I'm Tina. I'm Becky. And, and we're, we're the, the Savvy Homeschool Moms. Moms. So Tina, what's the time code this week? It's the end of our chat. 46 minutes, 36 seconds. So Becky, what have you guys been up to? Well, it's been two weeks. It <laughs> uh, two weeks ago. And mm-hmm. uh, so far, I'd say our first two weeks have gone pretty well. We got, I would say, organized lesson time, you know, where we're actually sitting down doing what we're supposed to be doing uh, <laughs> seven out of the 10 days. But one day we were down at that homeschool conference thing down in Visalia. Yeah, I don't know they call it a conference because it wasn't really, well, I guess it sort of was. It was more like a back to school thing, really. <laughs> I think they called it on the paper. Yeah, they did. Exploring but... homeschool conference. Yeah. So that was one day. Obviously, we didn't do lessons that day. And then two days I had migraines. So um, I think seven out of ten days is not too bad, though, considering, you know, we're still all still getting into the swing of things and absolutely figuring out how stuff's going to go on. So that was cool. Um, I am still working on the whole migraine thing. I, yeah. Um, yeah, I know. Like, just when I thought I had it, like, beaten back a little bit, it decided to roar back with a vengeance. But um, the migraines still are really... Um, I'm not going to say I can live with them because you really can't, but, uh, yeah. but they're not as bad as they were prior to starting on medication. So that's good. Well, that's good. Yeah. I, I got my first one since I went on my new medication, but it was super, super mild. So I can't really complain. Right. It's like so strange. Like you're, you, you have that, I don't know about you, but like when I get the migraines, I still have that dread that the other symptoms are going to come. Yeah. Like, I feel okay right now, but that doesn't mean that I'm waiting not waiting for the get... shoe to drop. <laughs> right, right. Like I'm waiting, and and it, it never comes, and then I'm like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> but like the past couple of ones that I've had, um, I like I said, I usually wake up with them, and um, right about nine thirty, ten o'clock at night is when I start feeling better, and then I'm like, well, that was a wasted day because now I can't do anything. It's too late in the day to get anything. Yeah. And it really ugh awful but i have an appointment next week so we'll see what he decides to try this time my wonderful doctor who i really like i mean i i I'm kind of feel bad for him and he's got to deal with me but you know <laughs> what are you gonna do uh danny is off at psycon this weekend which is an outdoor school for science and conservation for those who don't know thank you i was gonna say tina can tell you what psycon is because <laughs> uh, she used to work there yeah. Um, Although they're just renting the space, they're not actually. Right. It's not. Right. They're not using the program. They're just renting the space, so they're in cabins and they're they're doing um, bonding experiences. <laughs> yeah, it's like the sixth through twelfth graders or whatever. Um, or our homeschool charter. Yes. Yeah, sorry about that. I just bumped my headset. I hope that wasn't too loud in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Becky's having issues with her. 
microphone, we, I, I can hear like everything that you're doing. So everybody that's listening to this, if you're noticing a difference, we haven't been able to figure out why. But for some reason, we can hear things a lot more this week. We don't know why. Yeah, so I'm not quite apologize sure. for that. <laughs> the only thing that's different is I'm recording from my laptop instead of my. Yeah, I don't know. It's desktop. weird. Like every time you tap something, I can hear like everything. Well, maybe in the recording it won't be as loud, so we'll see. <laughs> um, and and hopefully next time we record, I'll have the desktop up and running again, so it won't be an issue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the big thing about Danielle being gone at SciCon is when she gets back, she'll officially be a teenager. <laughs> Her birthday is on Sunday, and she oh, will be thirteen years old. <laughs> crazy. I have a teenager. Yep. Which. You know, I mean, this is my second time having a teenager. I, I have right. an older son, but um, it's it's still really, really, really strange to me that she's 13 now. Um, and, yeah, so her birthday's on Sunday, and we're going to – Daddy will be at work when she comes home. So we'll probably have a nice dinner or maybe some ice cream or something. Okay. It'll be fun. Her yep. big party's not until the 5th, so yay. <laughs> uh, our schedule this year, oh, <laughs> my God. Gosh, I was just trying to fill in my calendar, like, um, all of the repeating things and then take out, like, when we have enrichment classes, we don't have enrichment classes during meeting week, so I have to add all the enrichment classes and then take away all the meeting weeks and stuff, and um, I was working on that, and um, that's when I actually stopped and looked at the schedule and went, oh my goodness gracious, what am I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. This is our schedule, okay? So Monday, t uh, Danny goes with you guys uh -huh. to Visalia. And then um, Tuesday and Thursday, Jack has therapy. When And Monday, Jack has – oh, I forgot that too. Monday, Jack has um, tutoring at the school. And then um, Jack wants to take the Lego Mindstorm class at the Fresno campus on Wednesdays. And then – so, like, the only day that's, like, quiet with nothing on the schedule at all is Friday. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm guessing you guys aren't coming to park days then. <laughs> we will not be coming to park days, no, because um, I, well, I'm going to need at least one day a week to, you know, like be at home and not have to yeah. run about. So, um, yeah, that's going to be interesting, uh, trying to get it all done, trying to get it. But thankfully, like my job, I can do from anywhere. As yeah. long as I have an internet connection, I can work. So that's cool. And, um, and with, Danielle going with you guys to Visalia on Mondays. That'll leave Mondays for Jack and I to work on our right. own right. on things. So, And Danny's a pretty independent worker, so when I give her stuff, she pretty much gets it done. So Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm not super worried because she'll be able to get her work done even if I'm not here. She's mm -hmm. funny. She'll send me text messages with pictures of her math problems. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, how do I do this? <laughs> And I'll be sitting at therapy like, okay, so you, you know, you have to put together the, the X's and then, you know, like I, yeah. technology is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've even um, been at, at the therapy place where Jack has speech and been sitting in the waiting room and been printing things for Danielle here at the house. Uh. My wireless printer, I can send things by email to my printer. And oh, so like, awesome. I found uh, something that she needed for a project she was working on, and I just emailed it to the printer. It printed it off, and she was able to grab it and go and continue working without having to wait for me. That's cool. Yes, that was pretty awesome. Now I just got to figure out how to sh screen share with her on the Chromebook, and then, you know, I'll do I won't even have to be here. I can be anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Nano, that's my mom, uh, bought Jack this really awesome thing. It's called a boogie board e-writer. I don't know if you've ever heard of this thing Mm -hmm. before. No. So we have, uh, for Jack, uh, to do his math and that kind of thing, we've been using a write-on wipe-off board, Mm -hmm. which for many reasons is annoying. The pens (laughs) dry out. Oh, my gosh, the pens dry out so fast. And he ends up getting ink on his hands, and it's just, it's a nightmare. So I found this boogie board thing, and it is actually an LED writer. It's just a plain black board with a handle on one side and a pin in, uh, clicked into the other side. And you click the pin out, and you can write, and it glows. What you mm-hmm. write glows, and it's like LED. And then you, there's a button. You just push the button on the side, and it goes away. Huh. The only downside is you can't erase individual things. So, like, uh, if you're doing a math problem and you do something wrong, you have to kind of exit out and continue on uh, because otherwise it erases everything. Right. So that's the only downside we've found to it so far. Um, it does take batteries, but supposedly it's supposed to go for, like, I don't know, a 1,000 hours or something like that before the battery needs to be replaced. And it's just like a little watch battery. Cool. So. Um, yeah, we're experimenting with this for doing math, and so far it's been working out pretty well. Danny right. even used it the other day. Uh, her and I um, were working on um, solving quadratic equations with something. I can't remember now. One of the attributes of multiplication, anyways. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we wrote the the problem at the top, and then we were passing the board back and forth. And she would do something, and I go, "Oh no, we're going to try this." And then I would do it, and then I pass it back and forth. And it was kind of fun to, you know, to have that um, board that we could both write on without it being a piece of paper. You know, I mean, paper is okay, obviously, but the bookie board is just more fun. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's kind of cool. So I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes in case anyone else is interested. Um, they also make them like that you can just have a magnet and stick it on your fridge. You used to write notes to your family and stuff like that. So it's kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. That sounds cool. I've never heard of that. How about you? What have you guys been up to? Oh, well, we're just, you know, same thing, trying to adjust to the new schedule. Um, the I'm still trying to um, get through the story of the world. I'm, I wanted to finish, I know I mentioned in the last episode that I wanted to finish getting through the last book of the story of the world um, before school started, um, and we didn't. And I just feel like, I just want to finish this. And so I've been plowing through it anyway and I'm like I could just stop but I do that so often where I just like don't finish something and I'm like I want to finish this yeah (laughs) and uh, for once I want to finish it so I'm like you know what I'm just gonna keep going because there's nothing wrong with just continuing and so we'll just have to delay like his world war one is just gonna have to wait a little bit because oh uh, I don't think I'm I think last episode I mentioned he wanted to start with world war two well since then he decided we he decided also he wanted to learn World War One, um, and then I said, "So, do you want to learn World War Two, and then later go back to World War One?" And he's like, "Well, I guess it makes more sense to do World War One and then World War Two. I'm like, "Good thinking." Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> especially since so much of what happened in World War One, like, helped. Yes. Well, now I've learned that because I've since read a book, a whole book about World War One, in anticipation. I've I've been doing research to gear up for it for him, so that I I have a background in it to help him yeah. understand it. 
And yes, basically World War II is just the second part of World War One. Exactly. <laughs> so much that of what why World War Two happened was because of things that happened in yes. in the aftermath of World War One. Yes, it was just like the continuation of World War One is basically what it was. Um, exactly. From what I was World War when One I read Part so Two. Yes, it was like it didn't finish. <laughs> it took a break, basically. <laughs> so um yeah, I didn't know anything about it. I'm I'm fascinated now. I'm just like I'm so glad he wanted to to dig into this because now I'm I'm getting a chance to learn about it. So yeah, um, I'm eager to get into it, but um, but I'm just determined to finish Story of the World. <laughs> <laughs> so and it's taking way longer than I had anticipated. Um, and I keep thinking, well, maybe we should just stop. And then I'm like, no, we're so close to the end. We've already gotten through the first three books now. This is just the last book. We can get through it, and then. Not only that, but he's going to get World War One and Two in context this way too, right? Right. With everything else, so he's gonna he's gonna get a run through of it, and uh, we already did like a quick run through of the Civil War. Boy, they do it fast in Story of the World. <laughs> they just kind of run through it. Um, so uh, he's gonna get a run through of it, and then, um, you know, all the way up through. I think it goes all the way up through. Uh, oh, I've got the book right here. And we had little technical difficulties there. You guys probably couldn't even tell, but um, our Skype call got dropped. So, <laughs> sorry. Hey, I don't even know if it was my end or your end or what. So, um, let's see. So, I was saying that I have the book right here, and the story of the world, volume four, ends with the end of the USSR. So, um, actually, I could have told you that because we just finished it. Did you? Yes. <laughs> so we're going to. Uh, I don't even remember where I was going with that anymore now. <laughs> because okay. with the Skype difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't know, but there was actually like almost 10, what would you say, 5, 10 minutes there. Five, <laughs> five to 10 minutes and yeah, <laughs> technical difficulties in there. So <laughs> I don't okay. remember where we were going with that. But anyway, <laughs> so um, I've been trying to get us onto a, a routine, but um uh, things haven't gone exactly as planned because of the story of the world thing um, kind of threw us off because it takes us a good hour or more um, each day just to listen to because uh, I'm trying to listen to one disc a day and there's like 11 discs in the in the fourth book. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, we're on we've just finished book or disc three so we still have eight more to go. So um, I was going to try to do some over the weekend but I don't know if they're going to I'm going to have mutiny on my hands, I think, if I try to do it. But I'm like, <laughs> I just want to get through this book. <laughs> but we're also going a little bit slower because I'm actually making them, um, like, pay more attention. Like, we were kind of whizzing through it before, and I'm, like, actually making them do a little summary because Tyrion needs it for his... Um, you know, he needs he needs to have some history to be able to, to, to be... Able to be um, putting in his in his blogging for um you know he's supposed to be covering history right now for his for his learning right now so this is counting for history right now for him and it doesn't oh count. i was like i was like well i wasn't sure where you were going with that he needs history for his for his, his, for his learning for his schooling for we were doing this for fun before so this wasn't i wasn't i mean it's all learning i know but it wasn't counting yeah. for school work before we were doing it for fun over the summer yeah and now it's become schoolwork because we're in the school year and now our homeschool charter started up and now I have to have stuff. Yes. Now, now that makes sense. Now so it I counts. Was... <laughs> now for Maven, she's Yeah, not, we have to write know, stuff down. Yeah, it's different for Maven because she's actually got an official, you know, she's working off of the, the Joy Hakeem uh, 
history of us uh, book. So she, this doesn't actually technically count towards her history. She's just doing kind of doing it more for fun. So I just said, just, you know, it's more for fun for her, but, um, but I have her right just because just to, just because she's journaling everything that, that she's learning. So that she's doing right. so more of a, it's more of a writing thing for her, less of a history yeah. thing for her. So, but um, makes sense. writing practice. So anyway, um, so yeah, it's kind of thrown us off and I figure it'll probably be another probably week and a half or so before we get completely done with it. And I'm like, ah, it's all right. It's fine. It's not like I have like a curriculum trying to finish by a certain time with him or anything. We're just, it's just delaying world war one. So, um, which gives <laughs> more time to well, research it, <laughs> which is good. We should always work to delay world war one. as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> So, so anyway, if you need any books about the tanks of World War One, I, I can yeah. help you with that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he's yeah. going to love that. So anyway, so it's going OK, though. And, and, and it's giving us a chance to really get into the habit of, you know, doing math every day again and, and, and sitting down as a, you know, as a family to listen to stories again and listen. I mean, we do our bedtime stories every night, of course, but, you know, sitting down and doing something every day again. So that, that's the main thing is just right. being in the habit of sitting down and doing something every day again and, and having to write about right. it. <laughs> so even though we're not doing every single thing that we're eventually going to do, it's just getting in the habit and then we'll start adding more and more things. And we haven't done all of our stations at all yet. So, but I'm okay with that. That's fine. We'll add more things as time goes on. So it's fine. And Maven's doing really well with her. Uh, she's like I said, she's doing, I always have to think about it because it's story of the world history of us. And every time I try to remember what history of us is, I'm always like, is it story of us and history of the world? <laughs> ah! I get the words mixed up. Okay, so history of us is the book series that she's reading about U.S. history by Joy Hakeem. And she's whizzing her way through that. Uh, actually got a little bit behind this last week because of starting with the Visalia classes and some other stuff that we had going on over the week, but um, but she's doing really good with that, and she's she just does it. She's like you said, like like you like with um, Danny, like she's very self motivated, and she just gets her work done for the most part. Yeah, and um, she knows what she has to do. And she sat down, we sat down together and figured out, you know, she needs to do three chapters a day, and the, the chapters in those books are really short, so it's not like a huge amount of work to do three chapters. Some of them are only like two pages long. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and then she journals about what she read and, um, and then we're going to come up with some projects to do for here and there to, to show her work, you know, show what she's learning. And cool. she's, al she's already actually come up with some, she, she, we went out and got pine, uh, pine needles and she's making pine needle baskets cause she's learning about native American cultures and stuff. And, um, so pine needle baskets was something I, that she came up with to, to show, a little bit about what she's been learning so uh Excellent. yeah so pretty cool and you know she's all, all about the crafts <laughs> right right so i'll have to come up with some writing projects too but we're we're slowly working our way into this so and um math she's she's just diving right back into math again no problem there and Tyrion, on the other hand i'm fighting having to fight tooth and nail on it but we'll get there that's he does that with anything he doesn't want to do chores is the same thing so <laughs> it's not really yeah. a surprise there <laughs> <laughs> It's just a matter of being patient with them and continuing to stay on them about it. <laughs> right. It's a matter of me keeping my cool and just staying on them about it and being consistent, which I'm not always good about. So <laughs> <laughs> that's my thing, not his. So, <laughs> but um, 
but anyway, it's going pretty well. And um, as as the weeks go on, I'm hoping to keep adding adding a little bit each week. So we'll see how it goes. Very cool. So we're off to a, a decent start, uh, I think. And let's see. Um, oh, Visalia classes. Now, now the Visalia thing, um, for those who don't know, uh, Becky and I are part of a homeschool charter, which I, I know we've mentioned many times before, but if this is your first time listening, um, our kids go to enrichment classes and our main campus is an hour away in Visalia. We live in Fresno and there's a Fresno campus and a Visalia campus and the younger kids classes, uh, well, all of the kids have gone to school uh, to the enrichment classes on the Fresno campus up until this year where we finally decided to start going down to the Visalia campus where they provide a lot more for the older kids. Maven is now a ninth grader and uh, finally decided, a bunch of us actually finally decided to start going the hour down there because they provide so much more down there for the older kids. And they have, uh, they, I think they said they have like 30 high school students down there, although I didn't see them on, on Wednesday last Last week, it was mostly, it looked like mostly junior high students and, and a handful of high school students from what I saw. I was really impressed with how many kids there were down there, but it did not look like that, that, that many high school students from what I saw on Wednesday. But, um, but still, really good classes and lots more kids. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to, what do we have, five up in Fresno? Yeah, it would be five in all girls. Yeah. <laughs> in all girls that have known each other for yeah. ever. Yeah. So, um, and they don't really have classes geared to the older kids uh, in Fresno. So we finally decided it was time to carpool down there. And so it it has been such a chore to figure this whole thing out (laughs) between me and all the moms and my mom, because I don't have a car that can drive down there. So I had to sort it all out with my mom and her car and her schedule. And then she was going to drive them down there and, then, she, oh, no, she couldn't do Wednesdays because she had this other thing. And, oh, no, now what am I going to do with Tyrion on the wood days when I have to go down there? And blah, blah, blah. Anyway, finally got it all sorted out. But I finally am starting to get a taste of what it's like to have your average American mom <laughs> schedule <laughs> of running people around all the time. And I don't like it. Yeah, no, I'm not a <laughs> I fan. Have never, ever, ever wanted to live this kind of lifestyle. I have never, ever, ever wanted to have kids in like multiple things where I have to trek them all over the place, which is why I only have Tiran in one activity right now. And Maven actually isn't in anything, although I would let her, but just don't have her in anything right now. We haven't found anything for her. But um, I am not ever going to put my kids in two, three, four different things because I don't want to be running all over the place. So this is like, ah, (laughs) (laughs) trying to figure it out. And then all these different parents, different schedules, and we'll pick your kid up here and we'll, we'll go off the freeway here for you and over there for them. And, and what time for them and what time for the, yeah. Oh my goodness. But I think we got it all sorted out. And now that we've got it all sorted out, I think it's going to work. And I'm actually starting to get like, okay, this is going to work. And I think it's going to be pretty cool because now I'm going to have a whole day down there that I can sit at my laptop and get work done or, or not because on Wednesday there was actually moms that where I was hanging out talking with. <laughs> so what? I, know, I was like, 
this is really cool and I'm really happy to have friends to talk to, but I hope I also have time to work too. So Yeah, the dreaded so, socialization. I, know. <laughs> I haven't talked to another adult besides my husband in three days, but I have to get this blog post done. Uh, I'm going to have to figure out a way to like split it up. I think I'm going to have to like steal away and, and go get some work done. And cause otherwise I'm never going to make any money. <laughs> work up until lunch and then go. Yeah, I might do that. Lunch. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And that's actually kind of what I did. I had Tiran with me on Wednesday, though, so it was a little bit different because I did need to go. I had to go do some math with him at one point, and he was getting bored. He had finished a whole book, <laughs> and and he was like, can we go home now? And I'm like, no, they still have three more classes. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, this is, this is normally he wouldn't be there with me because his, he'll be at classes. This is His classes hadn't started up yet, so I had to take him with me. But So anyway, it's going to work out, and... Um, and next year, he'll be old enough to go to classes down there. So theoretically, if it ends up being, depends on where his friends end up going. And if we decide to trek him down there, then I won't have to be split up like this anymore. And it will be all much more simplified. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a van. Once I get my van fixed, I have a van that seats seven. So I can truck more kids down too. So I think it will be a much more simplified. And when I have that many more people, it splits up the gas and I can actually afford it. So, there you go. <laughs> which is the only reason why I can afford it this year is because my, uh, because of dividing up the gas with so many people. So the last time we did this, um, I, it was only me and, and one other mom splitting the gas and it was still too expensive for us. So splitting it three ways is way more affordable. <laughs> So and more would be even better. So, but you can't put more unless you start sticking them in the trunk. No, well, not in my mom's car because she. Oh, she, in the van. Yeah, when I have the uh, van, I'll be able to fit a lot more people. So, well, not okay. a lot more, but a couple more people. So. Yeah. Yeah, but I gotta get it fixed. It's got. It's not. It's not ready to go on that kind of. A, it can drive it around town, but not down there. So. Yeah. Not an I, hour away. It's not trustworthy right now. So. I know the feeling. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> I was just like, when I was sorting all this out, I was going, this is what it's like to be like an average mom in America today. I don't like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the schedule. I don't like it. That's how I, I feel like this is really, really, it, this whole schedule for this year is completely messing up my goal to be a hermit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I have to go out and like interact with people and I, I'm not like. <laughs> so anyway, so. Uh, Tiran's drumming started up again, and um, and I was a little bit concerned about that because she said that there were only two kids, and then when we showed up for the first day, there was only one kid besides Tiran, and I was like, okay, how is this gonna work? And so it was like, she's like, well, I guess we could do it. So it was like Tiran and one other kid, and um, and so I was like, hmm, how is this gonna work? And then came back the second time. Oh, and they're in a whole new location. Which actually works out really well. I'm actually really happy about that because now we have a whole lounge with big comfy chairs and couches. Mm. Whereas before, I had to sit in a hallway <laughs> while I was because his his lessons are like uh, uh, they're less than an hour. They usually end up being like an hour because she usually goes overtime. So it's, it's supposed to be like 50 minutes. So it's not really even worth going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, for that short a time, I just hang out there and they always had Wi-Fi, which they do again, luckily. So I just went to the top and got work done. So and Maven usually came with me. If she didn't feel like it, she could stay home. But she usually came with me and brought a project and worked on crocheting or something. And um, and uh, But sitting on the floor or having to go search for a chair was always a pain. So now we have a nice comfy chair. So I'm happy about the new location. 
Um, but the fact that he was only going to have one or two other kids was a little concerning. Well, we get there the second day, and he she recruited more kids. Yay! And Yay. there's a girl now! Yay! <gasps> Yay. <laughs> so Tyrion came out, and he goes, Mom, there's a girl! <laughs> and I was like, Yay! Because <laughs> we have always talked about how the all the other lower-level groups had girls and quite a few girls in some of the other groups. How come they never worked their way up to the higher levels? And then at the very, very high levels, there was a lot of girls up there. So how come none of his groups ever had girls in it? Like, How did they get there? Yeah. I was like, what the heck? Because like actually many of his teachers, actually his, the owner of the company is a girl and like all of the teachers at the highest level were girls. So it was like, what the heck? (laughs) (laughs) So he was all excited. There's a girl in there. So, so yeah, so that's pretty exciting because he's back to drumming again. So he's happy. And, uh, let's see. Oh, we've been doing lots and lots of reading lately. Kids have been whizzing through books and I've been whizzing through audio books. So I'll mention all those when we get down to the books. So, um, let's see. Uh, we finally got to go check out Fresno idea works, which is, which is a kind of a maker's, space here in town what do they call it they called it a um hacker space hacker space. like to call it a hacker space here in town um that was really cool because i've been wanting to go there for for months at, at least the last recent like six months or so i keep hearing about it um and I keep meaning to take Maven over there because it's totally up her alley um and then i they were talking about it did you go to the first or the second um presentation that they had at the at the conference first one i went to the first one. Oh, so you went to the one where he was embarrassed about how he completely flubbed the whole thing he said he was so embarrassed and he was so nervous yeah he, <laughs> he was cute i i uh, i talked to him afterwards and i was like you know it, it really was okay and it we got to hear a lot about him unschooling his daughter and stuff who yeah, i just turned it just turns out that i actually know his daughter oh Like we run in some of the same circles in the tower and I was like, because he was talking and then he said Marie and I was like, wait, his last name. I know him. I mean, I know his daughter. (laughs) Funny. Yeah. Yeah. He said he was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. The first one I just like froze. It's like the scariest people in the world are homeschool moms. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I don't know why I got so nervous, but he was fabulous. Uh, he was totally at ease and, and totally cool for ours. Yes, I guess he got all through it because um, I was in the second one. Yeah. yeah, but he was he gave he was a uh, is he is he one of the founders or is he just yeah. somebody that yeah. he is one of the yeah. founders? Anyway, he gave a talk at this um, homeschool conference at Becky and my um, homeschool charter this conference that we went to in Visalia and uh, and he was talking about how they were doing this catapult. Um, making thing um that they were doing they were going to be making catapults that were made out of wood that was uh, burnt that was cut from with the laser laser printer laser cutter laser i don't know what it's called it's cut with lasers a laser cutter cutter yeah i think that's what it's called laser cutter we we got to see how it worked and uh, yeah it was pretty cool so they cut the pieces out with laser cutter and um and they cut the cardboard for the houses out with the laser cutter as well, and then the kids got to put it all together, and then they got to put got to have a um a little battle with they used peanut M and M's and they battled each other with it. <laughs> um, not a whole lot of creativity involved, actually none, because you had to the, except I mean it was problem solving is what it was because they didn't give them instructions on how to put it together; they had to figure it out themselves. But but um but it was way cool because the because the the catapult was really neat looking and um 
and the and the little house and Maven immediately got to work and just started putting it all together and it was really cool and uh, hot glue guns and gluing it all together and then battling and they were just they, my kids had a blast they, it was really awesome and um, finally got a chance to actually see this space gigantic warehouse with tons and tons of equipment for like metalwork and woodwork and and fabric and anything you could possibly imagine any kind of maker type thing computer stuff and well, it's just have you ever been down there i haven't yet no it's i wanted to go to the catapult thing but yeah they had a little room they called it the clean room i guess it's like a little room and that room had um I think they had they had actual air conditioning. I think in that room, the whole warehouse, of course, is quite warm, but um, not air conditioned. But um, um, the the little room that they had that room in that they had that class in was you know tables and chairs and stuff. But the rest of it is just like a big open warehouse. You know what you would imagine a big messy open warehouse with workspace. What you would imagine a workspace to look like. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, with different separate areas and stuff. So it was really cool that we got to finally go to, go and see that. That was a big deal to finally go down there. So we, we're going to have to definitely participate in more activities down there because that's exactly the kind of thing that Maven is is all about. So, um, And they have spinners and weavers and crocheting and knitting days and all kinds of... I mean, any kind of making, like Maker Fair type making type... Well, any making, anything. They do it there. They have pottery spinning type stuff and ceramics and they have a glass blower and I mean they have just everything it's amazing they have tons of stuff there it's very cool yeah so anyway um then I got involved in helping to organize a homeschool family day recently and um it was a homeschool 101 where we encouraged people to come down and ask questions that was really cool we got a chance to have people come out to the park and um to the park that we're going to be doing our homeschool park days at again and our favorite park and um so that like newbies or people who are considering homeschooling so they could come out and ask veteran homeschoolers their questions and it wasn't as big as i thought that it would be because we had a lot of interest but i think a lot of people probably got deterred by the heat it was very hot <laughs> 102 yes it was <laughs> 102 yes it was very hot <laughs> But, you know, we figure the beginning of the school year is always going to be that hot. So there's really not any way around that. So or if you want to do it before this or at the beginning of the school year, there's um, I suppose the only way we could avoid that was if we did it like at the end of the school year before it got that hot. Because otherwise, anytime during the summer or at the beginning of the school year, it's always going to be like in the triple digits or very yeah. close to it. So there's not any way around that, unfortunately. So we did it, and it was fun. And actually, the temperature wasn't that bad once, because we did it at 5:30, and it was hot when we first got there. But by six o'clock, it was it was tolerably warm. It was, and the sun went down, and it's very shady right in the area that we were in, and it was totally comfortable from then on. It was it was very nice, and um, we had a decent turnout. So, and we uh, we had a little panel going, and we answered we answered questions, and um, and. Uh, Gave them the lowdown of how to legally homeschool in California and all that. And that was pretty cool. We, we There was a panel of us that had been, or a group of us that got together on Facebook and sorted it all out ahead of time and just threw it all together like within, in about 10 days and decided to do this. And it was pretty cool. cool. We, oh, we also, as part of it, we did a, we sell, sold um, 
used homeschool resources, educational resources. And I only sold one book for 50 cents. <laughs> but I didn't have very many. Other people sold a lot more stuff. So, But there was a lot of people that brought out their used stuff to sell. So we'll definitely have to do that again. But um, anyway, that was pretty cool. And then um, I chose that park because I'm trying to get the homeschool park day going up again. We used to have a park day there that for at least 10 years was very popular when Maven was like three when I got involved in the homeschool community locally. There was a park day that was going there regularly every single, I think it was Thursday. Yeah, it was Thursday. Um, Every single week for at least 10 years. Like clockwork, there was like 20, 30. There were some weeks I think there might have been 40 families there. Um, Wow. Every single week, there was a lot of people and a lot of kids there, um, uh, with a lot of kids there, uh, every single week. And, um, and at some point, it just died down. A lot of families graduated or uh, moved on or put their kids in school because, you know, as kids get older, families tend to drop off of hom- homeschooling. And so it, the group got smaller and smaller until it just they just stopped coming and we weren't able to keep it going. And then it just kind of stopped. And the efforts to revive it, didn't really work so it just kind of died out and so um, recently I've just been like it's time to revive Tice Park Day so we're gonna revive the park day and it was a really big deal once upon a time and it was a place where people could go to learn about homeschooling and talk to homeschoolers and stuff too so I'm I'm starting it up again and I'm determined we got a whole new batch of homeschoolers now um so that's a thing that I've been organizing lately. I've been posting about it and trying to get people involved and it looks like we have a lot of interest. So see how it goes. I'm just waiting for the weather to cool off because it's still in the triple digits here. Exactly. It's (laughs) awful. That are back East. We are so jealous, (laughs) but then they'll be buried up to their earlobes in snow at some point. And then we'll be like, ha ha, we're in the eighties. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be like, gee, it's only like, yeah, when it gets cold here, it'll be in the (laughs) fifties. Yeah. We'll be like, we're so cold. It's 50. And you'll be like, shut up. (laughs) Exactly. Nobody has perfect. Well, I guess some places have perfect weather. But there are very few of them. Like Hawaii. (laughs) But, um, yeah. Hawaii is really wet, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. Probably. I don't know. I've never lived there. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. What else? Oh, Maven started learning Adobe Illustrator with my husband. Um, And uh, it's so funny because we joined, he thought of using lynda.com. If you guys don't know about lynda.com, you should check it out, L-Y-N-D-A.com. But before you pay, I should tell you, I just learned, this was so exciting. I, um, it's a place where you can, um, learn like all kinds of technical stuff, uh, program software, um, uh, like Excel and Word and like you can learn all kinds of business software and um, technical software like Photoshop and Illustrator and all kinds of stuff like that. I just learned um, just as we signed up for a membership, a free trial for 10 days. And then we decided that we were going to go ahead and pay. We didn't pay yet. We had, we were waiting for the 10 day trial to, to end. And then uh, we were going to pay for the 20, it's like $25 a month for the, regular membership um, for the tutorials because there's like tons of stuff that Maven would totally get out of it. And then I was looking and there's a whole bunch of stuff that I actually could totally get out of it. There's stuff about Audacity, which is a program that I use to edit um, our podcasts and there's stuff for WordPress and there's stuff for all kinds of stuff that I could actually get a bunch out of too. And then some other stuff that I think my husband actually could learn from too. And um, we're like, yeah, I think it would be worth it. Um, so we were going to pay and then somebody posted on one of our groups, 
that you can get a mem free membership through our library website. So if you have, not everybody's library, of course, will do this, but before, if you were interested in getting a membership through lynda.com, go to your website, of your library website first and see first whether or not your li library has a, uh, I'm assuming it's like a partnership with them, I guess yeah. that's what they do. And apparently it was a new thing that our library did. And if they don't have a partnership with them, you could probably go talk to your library and see if they'd consider doing it. I don't know what it entails, but it doesn't hurt to ask, right? Right. So our library, there was like a, a link that said research. Uh, yeah, it says research it. Obviously, it'll be different on different people's websites. But we have a link on our website about research. It says research it. And you click on that. And it's got a whole page of um, different resources that the library provides for doing research. And a lot of it is um, separate off-site things that they have partnerships with. And lynda.com was one of them. So you click through that link and it takes you to the Linda website, but it takes you to the Linda website with a special portal where you, where it gives you a special login where you use your library card and password for the library website. So you use your library card and your library password. Right. Um, and you log in and I even tested it out with my, one of my cards that I currently can't use because I have fees, I have fines on them. <laughs> So I can't actually use it currently to check out books from the library, but it still works with Linda. <laughs> so um, I was like, score! <laughs> so each one of us could have our own um, account for on Linda. And not only that, but uh, the account wasn't just a regular membership. It's a premium membership because the one, the tutorial that Maven was, was trying out had... Um, files that you use during the tutorial if you have a only if you have a premium membership you can get these files and then you open up you download the file and then you open up the file and you work on the file and you can only get that if you have a premium membership which is like another ten dollars a month and i opened it up with the li by logging in through the library login and it totally had the files i could download the files so i was like awesome <laughs> so yes yeah, so check it out through your library uh website if if see check it out see if they have it because i was so super excited so anyway i was very excited about that so she's learning uh, adobe illustrator with my husband and um and uh, that's she's doing a graphic design class uh, we're creating a graphic design class for high school for her and that's going to be really cool especially since we don't have to pay for it right <laughs> so instead of paying 25 35 bucks a month we are doing it for free that's uh, amazing but even at 25 35 bucks yeah, a month that month. seems like it's a, a pretty awesome thing yeah it's still very affordable even if you have to pay for it lynda.com is pretty amazing and the videos are really well made so it's it's definitely worth checking into even if you have to pay for it so um let's see and then the other thing that i've been working hard on lately is i'm going back to noodle homeschool i didn't do anything over the summer and i've been working really hard on that and getting i'm going back through the amazing race <clears throat> my amazing race course for season 26 which was the last season and cleaning it all up and fixing all the links actually none of the links actually needed to be fixed but I'm going through and making sure all the links still work and some of the videos links had broken so because you know sometimes the videos go down yeah so I'm fixing all those or I did already fix all of those and and I'm setting things up so that it's easier for me to to track I have like a making like a a list of them so it's easy for me to track <clears throat> going through cleaning stuff up tweaking things making it better and um, 
kind of basically relearning the whole thing again too because I've been so far so long away from it that I had forgotten like how does this work again (laughs) (laughs) the whole summer away from Moodle I couldn't remember how to do it so but uh, for those who don't remember me talking about it before Noodle homeschool is my um, it's online courses that I do uh, that uh, in interactive courses that I do um, currently I'm doing an amazing the only one I have right now is an amazing race course where um, you watch amazing race and then you if you pay for the course then your kid gets to go log in and do um, different activities and find different activities on on my website that will go along with whatever country they're learning like the racers race to Germany then you go on to the noodle homeschool page about Germany and then you'll get videos about Germany you'll learn about like you know different foods that they eat and the the clothes that they traditional clothing and the traditional music and you know different cultural things you'll learn about lots of different cultural things about it and learn um, get some links to some activities to do it's not all online some of it's stuff where you print up a list and then you go and get the supplies and you go make your own crafts and stuff like that so it's all really cool stuff and um and learn some different, um, you know, learn some stuff in their native language. And it's, it's really fun and interactive stuff. And so far, everybody who's taken the courses um, have been really very positive about everything that I put together. So it's been really cool. So I'm, I'm tidying up the season 26 and then, um, cause I'm still going to sell that because you can still watch it online. And, um, and then season 27 is coming up September. I think it's 24th or 25th. I have it written down. I don't have it in front of me right now. But in September, season 27 is coming out. So I'm gearing up for season 27, and I will be producing a season 27 course. So if you're interested in that, I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, you can go check out what's on this website currently and see what the class is all about. And um, and if you're interested, you can sign up for season 27 pretty soon. It's not up yet, but it will be soon. So that's pretty cool. And then the last thing that we were working on just yesterday, actually, was um, Tieran started taking uh typing classes on you've probably seen the bbc dance mat yes online it's so cute it's corny and cute <laughs> and here and started doing uh, typing classes on uh typing lessons i should say um with dance mat typing <laughs> mm-hmm. so funny he's like oh this is oh he's creepy like the cartoon characters like sing their little songs and stuff he goes oh it's creepy <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny and he really is learning He's like, but I type fast. I type fine. I'm like, well, let's try it this way because I think it will improve your typing because he types. Exactly. That's how I always tell my kids. I said, you need to improve your keyboarding. It's not that you can't type. Yeah. It's that you could type better. You could do better and you could type faster. Right. Yeah. It'll it'll just be better if if you're more and and more accurately, I'm sure. Because he has to constantly, when they, the way that they type, they have to look at the keyboard. Exactly. You know, this is touch typing. This is this is teaching them how to type without looking at the keyboard. Although he's still looking at the keyboard now, of course. But <laughs> right, but learning to touch type is right. Important. Yeah, I think so. So anyway, he so he started doing that. I know I will not be able to get Maven to do the dance mat, so I'm gonna have to. I'm I have um, what's it called? Mavis Beacon. I have um, I installed it on my computer, so I'm gonna get her to do that. Mavis Beacon, I think so. Cool. There's no way I'm going to get my nearly 15-year-old to, to do dance mat type. <laughs> a little too little kiddish for her. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Yeah, but it's cute if you haven't seen it before. It's free, it's online, and it definitely teaches them how to how to type. It's it's a good way to do it. It's cute. So so that's what we opened up to. 
All right. Well, now we'd like to take some time for our sponsors. This episode of the Savvy Homeschool Moms is brought to you by Moving Beyond the Page, the homeschool curriculum that I use for science, social studies, and language arts. I get to read great books, do creative projects and activities, and learn critical thinking skills. Learn more at www.movingbeyondthepage.com and use the coupon code SAVVYMOMS for free shipping on your next order. And by Math Mammoth. The math curriculum all the Savvy Homeschool kids are using. Math Mammoth offers affordable, high-quality, mastery-based work texts and workbooks for grades 1 through 7. Our moms love that it fosters independent learning, since the work texts are nearly self-teaching, requiring very little teacher preparation. Check out free samples and placement tests and learn more at mathmammoth.com. Click buy at Coggy and enter the code SAVVYMOMS to save 25% off your order. This episode also sponsored by Pandia Press, publishers of comprehensive science and history curriculum. We love the hands-on labs incorporated into Real Science Odyssey and the fun projects that we do with History Odyssey. Pandia Press offers a fantastic try before you buy on their website so you can see how the program works for yourself. Visit pandiapress.com for more information. So now we're going to talk about our books of the week. So what have you guys been reading? Not nearly as much as you guys have, but (laughs) um, (laughs) we are still looking for a book to read together. Um, We're reading uh, The Story of Mankind by Hendrik Willem Van Loon for history. But I really want something because, you know, we, we like to start by sitting down and reading. So we've been doing history like every day. So we have something to sit down and read together before we like split up and do our separate work. Uh-huh. So, but uh, they lost interest in flight. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. I don't, I don't know. We we made it through, but like there wasn't any interest in getting the next book. Aww. So, and we keep going to the library, and I'm like, we need to find something, you guys. And just there's just a complete lack of interest, and it's very frustrating to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Danny, and I put down here for all intents and purposes she's now 13 um, <laughs> is still working her way through the dork diary series but i literally have no idea which one she's on because <laughs> she has them all stacked up next to her bed and um i don't know if she took the one she's on with her or what so uh on her little adventure so all oh, right dork diaries uh <laughs> is what she's reading other than that i can't really tell you anything about it Jack Jack uh, just finished The Flash Master of Mirrors by Laurie Sutton. Mm-hmm. It's uh, kind of a, uh, it's kind of interesting. It's uh, like a hybrid chapter book comic book because mm-hmm. it's got like, you know, chapter book pages, but it's also got comic book pictures. And then in the middle of a paragraph, it'll say, what? Zip! <laughs> All those comic book side, uh, sound effects. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's about The Flash which um jack big fan of flash so that was kind of cool um and i'm looking for some more in that series unfortunately our library doesn't seem to have them um so i might end up having to go on amazon and buy them for him to be able to read but i hate that i do well i got this one from the school library so i'm gonna see if maybe they have more of them maybe i am still working my way through galilee by clive barker um, if anyone out there reads Clive Barker, you know how big and thick his books are. And yeah. 
it's not just that there's a lot of pages. I mean, this book has over a thousand pages, but in addition to that, the text itself is very thick and chewy. Like it takes <laughs> a long time to get through it. Like you're slogging through it. It's uh-huh. good. Don't get me wrong. It's just really dense. Like yeah, the imagery and stuff. So um, I'm working on that. And I just started listening to Armada by Ernest Klein. Ernest Klein is the guy who wrote the Smash Fit Ready Player One. Um, and I love this book because I'm about, I don't know, an hour into it. Oh, it's like, it's an insanely long book, too. I can't think of exactly how many hours it is, but it, it is really, really long. And um, it's read by Will Wheaton. Uh-huh. It's 11 hours, so it's 13 hours long because I've already started listening to it. And um, already in the first chapter, he's talked about, um, he's talked about Klingon Birds of Prey. He's talked about um, Galaga. He's talked about like <laughs> all this really awesome like um, nerd culture kind of stuff. He weaves it into his stories. And I'll be honest with you, it's entirely possible that the stories aren't even that good. But <laughs> it's fun to listen to Will Wheaton talk about, you know, uh, it's like the Kobayashi Maru, you know, and you're like, Will Wheaton said Kobayashi Maru. And you go, <laughs> So, because that's how Ready Player One was. I mean, I think the story itself might have been a little weak had it not had all the cool cultural references in it. (laughs) Because everyone in in Ready Player One is like obsessed with 80s culture. It's Uh like in like how in the how in the 80s we were were, like all about the 60s. Well, I guess in the future at some point they'll be all about the 80s. (laughs) So. So that's uh, I'll be able to report back on Armada soon and let you guys know exactly how it is. But so far, just having listened to the first part, um, it's pretty good. <laughs> Plus, I like listening to things that are narrated by Will Wheaton. <laughs> he's really good. I mean, you laugh. He's like Wesley Crusher and whatever, but he's really <laughs> good at what he does when he does audiobooks. Oh, cool. Yeah. How about you guys? What have you guys been doing? Well, like I said, we finished Story of the World Volumes 1 and, or sorry, Volumes 2 and 3 since the last episode. Um, And we're working our way through Volume 4 now. Um, We finished Secret of the Andes by, oh, I should say Story of the World is by Susan Wise Bauer. Um, We finished Secret of the Andes by Anne Nolan Clark. I thought I was going to like that one more than I did. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it was well written. It wasn't as exciting as I thought it was going to be, but eh, luckily it was pretty quick. Um, The Call of the Wild by Jack London. I mean, that's classic. Right, right. I didn't remember how violent it was. I was worried about Tyrion, um, but disturbing animal violence, but um, he was fine. (laughs) But, uh, well, the um, animal abuse was a bit... Uh, disturbing in it but he was like no mom it's different than anything we've ever read before <laughs> and so he was he wanted to keep reading it. I'm like okay cool um, but if uh, um, but anyway so uh, good book of course and then we <clears throat> are currently reading Sparks Fly Upward by Carol Matas and that is turned into turned out to be a really good book. They did not want to read this book at all. They really want to go back to finding a really good series. They're really missing because I haven't gone to the library to get a new series of fiction, uh, of fantasy fiction since um, Harry Potter. I've just been working off of the stuff that I had on my shelves because I was like, you know, since the since the um, 
purging clean. I was like, I've got all these books that I've had sitting on my shelves for all these years and we've never read them. I bought them for a reason. Let's read them. So I've been reading all these books that I had on my shelves and then I'm giving them away as I finish reading them. And he, and Tyrion actually would not let me give away the Call of the Wild. I was going to give it away. And he's like, no, I want to keep it. So I have to keep Call of the Wild, apparently, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was interesting. Um, <clears throat> I got to get him uh, White Fang next, I think. Um, but anyway, uh, Sparks Fly Upward, I was just going to mention, is really, really a good book um, about a, a Jewish girl who had to go live in a Ukrainian family's home while her family is struggling to her family's house got burnt down and they have to, they had to split up the family while they try to, her dad tries to find a job um, uh, to raise enough money to bring their family back together again. And apparently Ukrainians and their, their Russian Jewish family, uh, apparently they have, there's a history and they're in America, but there's a history still. And this is like back during the turn of the century, I believe. And uh, so there's this whole thing between them and there's some anti-Semitism going on and, um, it's just really interesting, and the kids are actually really into it. It's like, which cool. is interesting because my kids normally only really like fantasy books, which is why I force them to listen to, you know, the stuff that we've been listening to recently that I've been reading to them recently have been non-fantasy books because <laughs> mm-hmm. I can force them to listen to whatever I want them to listen to, classics and such at bedtime. Sometimes I mix it in with the fantasies when I can. Um, <laughs> and um, they actually have been really into it. It was, it was really interesting from like the very first um, page. And it's been really interesting. You're learning a lot about Jewish culture and um, large families. They have a really large family and it's just, it was just, it's just really, really well written. I just highly recommend it. It's a really good book called Sparks Fly Upward. Um, And I don't normally like, I'm not like a huge fan of anything that's not fantasy either. I normally, I prefer fantasy above all else as well, but I really like this book. We're almost done with it now at this point. Actually, we'll probably finish it tonight, but it was a really good book. So surprise. It was, a, it was one of those books that you're like, oh, this looks interesting. And then you open it and you're like, this is really good. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, it's, you know, the interact interplay between these cultures and the, 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 the people, the, the interaction of the, the Jewish culture and the people and the, and the, and that the time period. And it's just really interesting. So anyway, so Maven is reading the Wings of Fire series. Uh, she re- was rereading them. Um, because their last book is actually coming out next year. And so um, she decided recently that it was time to reread all of them again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so she went through all of them. Uh, there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And number eight is coming out next year. Um, I guess seven came out. I want to say it came out recently. Um, and she because she was on a waiting list it must have been fairly recent because she was on a waiting list for the library for it and so she mm-hmm. she asked me to order all of the the original ones that she already read so she just whizzed through all seven books um well, actually she's on the seventh one right now she's almost done with it so that would be the dragonette prophecy the lost air the hidden kingdom the dark secret the brightest night moon rising and she's currently reading number 7 which is winter turning and those are by Tui T Sutherland and those are that's the wings of fire it's a dragon series of course all about dragons <laughs> imagine that right, right. <laughs> so that's uh, apparently a really really good series according to her so 
All right. So she's working her th- way through that. And then um, Tyrion decided that he wanted to go back and read the Spiderwick Chronicles again. So he read his way through the entire Spiderwick Chronicles again. And that is the, fi- the Field Guide, the Seeing Stone, Lucinda's Secret, the Ironwood Tree, and the Wrath of Mulgarath. So he read all five of them. That's Tony Dieterlizzi. I just watched a video with him and I learned how to say his name. I think I remembered it right. Dieterlizzi. Um, I was like watching it and I'm like, I want to hear how he says his name. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said Dieterlizzi because I remember it was not Lizzi. It was Lizzi. Um, anyway, uh, so he read those and I have ordered him the Beyond the, Beyond the Spiderwork Chronicles because he's dying to read those now. So we're waiting while we're waiting for those to come in, he decided he wanted to read the Del Toro Quest series. So he started reading those and he read the first two, which is The Forest of Silence and The Lake of Tears. And those are by Emily Rada. And who, uh, anything by Emily Rada, by the way, I highly recommend. I've read, um, she's also got another series. It's so funny. We were, my kids and I were just, or actually Maven and I were just discussing. She's got a whole series, a fairy series called the Fairy Fairy Realm, mm-hmm. which is an amazing series. And then she's got these, uh, these, this series, the Del Toro Quest series, which are really creepy and scary. <laughs> just, and she's like, it's so weird that she's got this fairy series and this Delta, this scary, creepy series, and they're both really, really good. And she's got such stark contrast to each other, but she can write really, really well, both types of books, apparently. <laughs> Emily Rada is, a, is an amazing author, and it's, um, I would say, not element well it's elementary level but it's not um like early reader it's kind of mid mid-range level you know mm-hmm. um Tyrion's age like 10 like like in the 10 year old you know chapter books but not really big thick chapter books you know right right they have the ability to read a chapter book but not the patience to read an entire big thick thing not a big thick thing yeah so yeah. I, he actually could read a big thick thing but sometimes he wants to whiz he likes the feeling of whizzing through yeah short books so, um, but anyway, yeah, so highly recommend anything by Emily Rada. She's an amazing author. Um, so anyway, he read those first two, two books and me, oh, and then he's probably going to be working his way through the third one any minute now because, uh, I got him the entire series. <laughs> so, and then me, I finally finished project based homeschooling by Lori Pickard and I listened to, and that one I actually had to read, <laughs> <laughs> not an audiobook. They did not have an audiobook of it. I know. It took me forever because I don't have time to sit down and read. It was an ebook, but still. You <laughs> I still have to finished. sit down and read it. I know, but I still have to sit down and read it. So it took me forever, but I finally finished it. Good book. Excellent, excellent book. I highly recommend it. Now I gotta put put some of it into practice. So far I haven't had time to sit down and figure out how I'm gonna do that, but <laughs> <laughs> that'll be on another t- at another time. But um and then I finally got to uh, read, listen, because all the rest are, are audiobooks for me. Miss um, Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Yay! Oh my gosh, so good. So good. Like yes. Some rigs. I have uh, the next book, uh, Hollow, Hollow City. Hollow City. I have it on hold, or I'm, I've put a hold on it for the next for that for the next book. Um, so I'm just waiting for it to come in. It's well for it to be made available. It's the audiobook. Um, but yes, oh my goodness, that was so, so, so good. Right? Highly recommend that. If There's you... another one coming out. Is there out. another one too? Third one. Oh, Lost it's not Souls. out yet? Yeah, it's called Lost Souls. Oh, when does that come out? Uh, I don't know. Let me check. <laughs> anyway, uh, 
so good. Especially right? if you like creepy books. It, and it wasn't even that, that creepy, but it was creepy. September 22nd. <laughs> oh, it's not that far. Okay, yes. cool. Yes, I really liked it. It was very, very good. Um, let me say something really quick. Okay. Can I say something? Sure. You are missing out on part of the experience by listening to the audiobook. And not seeing because, the characters. Right, because uh, those books, uh, all, all three of the books, have these found photographs in them that are really, really, really awesome. So if you get a chance, pick up one of the copies. Yeah, I have to go to Barnes and & Nobles and go take a look at them. Yeah, take a look at the pictures because seriously, it, it the pictures are so awesome and they make the story so interesting. Yeah, I have to check it out. I think I, I think I have thumbed through it when I was there before, but it was before I read the book, so I didn't know what the heck I was looking at. <laughs> yeah. Now I do. <laughs> yes. Oh, I was so happy that it, like, when I, because when I looked at the cover and the, the, the topic, I was like, oh, I hope it actually is supernatural. And when it was, I was like, oh, yay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love supernatural books. So <laughs> anyway, and then I read, um, listened to um, The War to End All Wars, World War One by Russell Friedman, which I uh, was looking for a book about World War One to learn about it for Tyrion. And um, this one was is a, apparently a, a young adult novel or not novel, but it's a it's a it's a nonfiction book. But um, and so I thought, well, I should do a young adult one because it'll probably be a lot more interesting. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, you know, your eyes kind of glaze over with some of these some of the ones that are written for adults, and it was really really good, very well written. Um, way too many details way too gory for my 10 year old though um i was way too disturbing um definitely will not be going into that many details for my 10 year old but it gave me a really good background on the war so i will definitely be um i may read i may pick up the actual print book and read him parts of it um but i i don't think he needs to know quite that many gruesome details details about, yeah you know there are not at this age Later yeah. on, maybe, but not at this age. I don't think he knows all about the gruesomeness of the trench warfare. I don't think he needs to know about all of that. It's so, a little rough, I mean, yeah. Obviously, we're going to talk about the trenches, but we're not going to talk about all of the gory details of it. I so, don't want to know all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, it was pretty disturbing. And they did talk about in pretty gruesome detail in this book. So, I mean, they didn't go on and on and on and on about it, but they, they mentioned it. They did not pull any punches in this book at all. So, if you want to know... um. If, it's a young adult book, so it's for that. It's for teenagers, so yeah. Um, it's definitely. I mean, it's appropriate for teenagers, I would say definitely. But um, I would not. I would not say it's appropriate for ten year olds, <laughs> unless you have a ten year old that can handle that. And maybe some people's ten year olds can. My ten year old, I don't think he could handle it. I think it would be too much for him. I don't know that I want him to handle it. So, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, it's a bit much. So. Yeah, when we get to World War II, I'm not sure what I'm going to do about all the Hitler stuff, but um, we'll we'll cover it into some. God, it's so hard when you cover topics like that because you you don't want to completely gloss over it because you can't. Right. But you got to figure out what what to share and what not to share. So anyway, but it was really really good. I highly recommend it to parents to read if you want a background on World War One. It really helped me understand. Here's this me as a parent knowing basically nothing about World War One. I. I now feel like I have a really good understanding of World War One, And I seriously knew nothing before. 
<laughs> I knew a lot about World War II because I think we all know a lot more about World War II, but I knew nothing about World War One. So now I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now I get it. Okay. All right. <laughs> so anyway, really good book. Um, and then I just in the last few days whizzed my way through whiz this is appropriate through the witch and wizard series (laughs) (laughs) by james patterson maven highly recommended it for years and i finally went and i and and our library had them all on audiobook downloadable through the overdrive Overdrive. for some reason that didn't sound right for a second there the overdrive app i was able to download them all witch and wizard series by James Patterson. The first one's called Witch and Wizard. The second is The Gift. The third is The Fire. And the fourth is The Kiss. And I whizzed through all four of them. I would say the first one was excellent. The second one was very good. The third was pretty good. The fourth oh, it's was going downhill. Uh, the fourth was okay, I would say. I mean, they were all good in that, you know, you want to know what's going to happen. But yeah, progressively worse as they got... And if you go on like Goodreads and read the reviews, holy cow, people like you love it or you hate it. Like some of the reviews on there ripped them apart. Like, James, what did you do? What were you thinking, James? You know? Oh, no. They feel personally wronged. Oh, yeah. They were like, James, James, James. Like, because he he co-wrote them. And apparently he co-wrote all of them with different authors. And it was obvious that he really didn't have a hand in it. Apparently some people were saying, I don't know. Anyway, really good. I I thought that, that the plot, the idea of the books were good, but uh, yeah, the, it got ridiculous by the last book. But I still enjoyed listening to them, and I whizzed through them. But I got to by the time I got to the last one, because I always listen to them at fa- I always I never listen to them at one time speed. I always listen to them at least at one and a half. Yeah. And by the time I got to the last one, I was listening to it at two times speed. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but oh oh, but you know what? The one plus. Um, I don't know about the last book though. I think it was a different person. But the first three books, Elijah Wood did the voice for the Ooh. for the brother, um, for Wit. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, they talk so slow. I didn't realize it until I slowed it down to one time speed at one point, And I thought, oh, well, maybe it's just because I'm used to listening to it so fast. But then I was listening to it and I went, no, they really talk slow. <laughs> so it was no problem speeding it up. In yeah. fact, when I got to doing it at two times speed, I was like, holy cow, they really talk slow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's why i was able to whiz through them so fast <laughs> i tried to speed will wheaton up but he he just sounds too odd because i know well, some what people his voice... you can't well yeah that too but it, i think different apps it sounds weird too like i've noticed some apps it distorts them yeah and some apps it doesn't they'd overdrive it does it's not a problem it doesn't distort them but in some other apps it does it, it uh like in like when i try to um speed us up when i'm trying to um, edit us in audacity it totally distorts our voices even though i'm not even doing it that fast it like distorts our voice we sound like chipmunks yeah <laughs> but uh yeah but anyway it's, i i'm used to listening to it at least at one and a half speed and we've been listening to story of the world at 1.75 speed um most of the time although i recently slowed it down to 1.5 speed um but yeah it's it just helps you get through it faster and he talks so slow jim wise you can totally get away with it yeah so anyway, um, so that's what we've been listening to, or I've been listening to, and what the kids have been reading, and um, yeah, we've been—I've really gotten into the habit of of 
always listening to something, so we'll see what I'm going to listen to next. I'm I'm totally addicted to this now. I like it when I get into the habit of listening to lots of good books. Yeah. And then yeah. I get out of the habit, and then I don't listen to anything for months. Right, then it's hard to get back into it, yeah. It is. It's weird. My kids are the same way. They'll, they'll, they'll read a whole bunch of books, and then they just stop for a while. So I have to just keep feeding them books. <laughs> I'm going to try to get Maven. I was just talking to Maven about the Dragon Riders of Pern series. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I may, I may, I don't know how she's obsessed with dragons and I don't know how I've never gotten her into the Dragon Riders of Pern series. Yeah, that seems like an obvious choice. Yeah, they're excellent. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and get that trilogy, the one that she wrote, the Dragon Song, Dragon Singer and Dragon Drums that she wrote for younger readers. And I'm going to start, I think I'm going to read them to them at night because they've been begging me for a fantasy series again. I think I'll check those out to read to them at night and get her into it again. Mm-hmm. And then I can talk her into me checking out the other books for her. Cause there's a zillion other, it's like right. 40 books or something like, like she's got a ton of other dragon riders, of Pern series. And then I, I'm going to start reading them too. Cause the problem is they don't have any of them on audiobook, So I'm going to have to actually read them. Right. <laughs> they never put any of them to audiobook, and she's died now. So maybe they will actually put them on audiobook now that she's gone. Maybe her, I think it's her son that's writing the books now. Um, maybe they'll actually put some of them on audiobook for me. <laughs> I so. But yeah. So yeah. So anyway, that's what we've been reading. Cool. Well, speaking of books, if you're planning on purchasing any of the books just mentioned from Amazon or Audible, please consider clicking through our affiliate links on the sidebar of our website at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com. We have links to Amazon, Audible, Discount School Supply, Kerclick, and more. It won't cost you anything extra and it helps support the show. Yay. Yay. So now we're going to talk about our links of the week. Yes. You have something for us. What do you got? I I have an awesome link. It's from the National Parks Foundation, and it's Every Kid in a Park. Hmm. And what this is, is there is an initiative, um, and it's it's, um, aimed at fourth graders. So I'm sorry if you don't have a fourth grader at this point. You can stop listening (laughs) for a moment while I talk. (laughs) do have a fourth grader or someone who can pass as a fourth grader I'm not exactly sure what they're going to ask because yeah. the um, the signups for it don't open until September 1st and today while we're recording it is 29th so I can't see what the work like the online thing will look like that you have to fill out but um, at this point I do know that it is open to all fourth graders and what it is is um, you get uh, free access to national parks. And um, it's just a way, uh, I guess, of them reaching out and getting more kids out into nature and out into the wild. And um, it's sounds I I like knew a what cool thing. made them decide on fourth grade. Like, why do fourth graders only? Like, I'm guessing it probably that? maybe has something to do with what they're learning, you know, common core wise maybe i don't know yeah i I saw this whole thing about fourth and it happened like the year after tyran left fourth grade i was like what (laughs) (laughs) he's fifth grade this year dang it yeah so jack that's why i have it because jack has has um his fourth grade so hopefully um i'll remember to come back and do this on the first and um get our pass to the national parks So, Every Kid in a Park from the National Parks Foundation. Check it out. Very cool. How about you? 
I have a website called watchnolearn.org. And it is a website that uh, basically it looks like it, it. I guess it's not technically aggregates because I think people have to um, actually manually add the videos because aggregate is like kind of an automatic thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it's a it's free educational videos organized. So a lot of them are YouTube videos, um, but there's also some other external videos on here as well but it's really cool because you can go into the direct it's a directory of videos educational videos is what it is so you can go in here and you can go look for whatever subject like like um, I'm looking for um, World War one videos I can go in here under history and I can specifically look whoops I just had it open where'd it go I can specifically look for history of oh no it just says World War one and there's 84 videos under World War one. And actually, under World War One, they even have it divided into different. There's World War One overview, weapon innovations, end of World War One, American military forces, German military forces. So there's like a, they've got them in groups. Causes of World War One. There's 16 videos under causes of World War One. Um, there's three videos under US particip- USA participation in World War One. So they they really separated it out. And some of these, there's not hardly any, like there's one under Battle of Jutland, whatever that is. But Lusitania, <laughs> there's three under the the, Lusi- the sinking of the Lusitania. I'm assuming that's what that is about. I, I just learned about that. Yep, sinking of the Lusitania. And these all actually go to, nope, two of them go to the Discovery Channel and one of them goes to the History Channel. I did notice that some of these um, don't actually work. Let's see if this one actually works. It looks like the history. Nope, the History Channel ones I've noticed don't actually work. I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's because um, they probably move their links a lot. But um, but it looks like the Discovery Channel one works, so that's good. It's how stuff works. It says Discovery Channel, but it's how stuff works. Is Discovery Channel how stuff works? Uh, oh, it is. It is. It's on the How Stuff Works website, but it's a Discovery Channel video. So I don't know if they're related or what, but anyway. Um, So yeah, and and they the so they divide they subdivide up the different directories. Um, The under history, there's like prehistory and ancient history. There's like history of Africa, Asia, Canada. Like so, they divide it up a lot. And then there's other sub there's language arts videos, mathematics, science. I noticed the language arts ones were mostly like teacher oriented, so it's not all aimed at students, but um, there's computers and technology. There's a separate section for social studies. I'm guessing that one's probably more like, yep, cultures and geography. That was interesting. They have it separate from history. Um, (laughs) Arts, visual arts, life skills, hobbies and crafts. Um, so, uh, and then you can go down and they do separate a bunch of, there's something about common core. They've got videos that are specific to common core if you're looking for that. And, um, so anyway, I think the point is a lot of teachers, I think use this, vid- this website to find videos, but it's also, it says on, in, on the about page, it says that it's, um, to provide a world-class online domain on which educators can store, categorize, and rate the best K-12 educational videos on the internet today. And it's free for teachers, parents, and students everywhere can, may access, may have access to those videos. And I did notice that if you try to add a video, that it says um, 
that the videos are going to be um, moderated. Yeah, that it doesn't okay. it, it yeah. doesn't just automatically upload, so nobody can upload something nasty to it. it they are moderated. So Good. yeah, so it's it looks like it's got some pretty decent stuff in here, and you can even like there's a filter, there's an age filter, so you can click what age range you're looking for. Um, so that helps if you're looking for a specific age range of videos and that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it looked like a pretty cool place to you know. I mean, YouTube's wonderful, but there's so much there sometimes if you're looking for it's something specific. Yeah, this might be a good place to start, at least. And if you can't find what you're looking for here, then you can always still go over to YouTube. But this might be a good place to start if you're... It's it, This looks like it might be a good place to browse because, you know, they've filtered a lot of stuff out. So it won't be quite as overwhelming. It might be nicer for browsing. And you're not going to get distracted by all the ads and the non-related stuff because right. <laughs> so. you go in looking for a video on world mm-hmm. war one and two hours later you're looking at a video on how to talk to a giraffe yeah <laughs> and a two-headed baby and you know yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and and what what's up with justin bieber now you know <laughs> like, i don't really care but i can't stop watching <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah that never happens to any me that, that never <laughs> happens to me at all on the internet no, oh, and that cute baby video. Yes, I know. <laughs> so, yes. So, um, yeah. So check out watchnolearn.org. And, this, of course, all of these videos, I mean, all of these links that we're talking about are always going to be in the show notes. And this is episode 58. So it'll be at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com forward slash 58. I'm going to say that in just a minute. Oh, so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you step on my line? I know, right? (sighs) Okay. Well, before we go, though, we have some listener recognition. As we have probably mentioned a million times to you guys, we love it when you guys leave us reviews on iTunes. And then we get, or, you know, when you guys email us or those kinds of things. But really, iTunes reviews are really awesome and we love to read them. Yes. We just got one from Little Cat Z or Little Cat Z, depending on what part of the world you're from. Yes. <laughs> Extremely informative, chatty, and fun. Becky and Tina provide a valuable resource to other parents like myself who are looking to find more information about secular homeschooling, as well as support, guidance, and perspective. Thank you. She said we were funny. She did. And she spelled my name right, which automatically <laughs> makes me love her. Because, you know, I, we're assuming that little cat Z is for her. Um, I, you know, people spell my name wrong all the time. And it makes me just like so happy when someone spells my name right. Well, I mean, but you said fun. She said funny. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're funny. We're not fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we could be both. But I just thought it was funny because she said we are funny. <laughs> we are extremely informative, chatty and funny. Funny. Okay. Okay. Well, funny sometimes, I think. Thank you, little cat Z. Thank you so much. Yes, that was very nice. Yeah, it is cool that she spelled her name right. How in the heck did she do that? She obviously has been on the website. Or actually, if you look at us on iTunes, it says Tina Smith and Becky. Oh, it does. You're right. You're right. She probably just looked up at the top, but you know, I'm gonna well, still. She's observant then. Yes, I appreciate the effort. Yay! <laughs> I think that was everything today. Yes, because we're making this a short. Uh, hi, this is post-production, Tina. I said short there, and I didn't realize at the time that we had gone on for an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> so ignore the part where I say we're making this a short show. Uh, what I really meant was shorter preparation show, not short in length show. So I apologize 
I didn't mean short, but I digress. I'm going to say short again, so ignore that. Thanks. Bye. A short episode for you guys so that we can get you out and, um, you know, because as we've mentioned in a previous episode, sometimes we'll do little short ones so that we can get them out to you rather than um, longer content, uh, homeschool content video videos. <laughs> Thank goodness it's not a video. Oh my god. Right? No one wants to see me while I'm sitting here talking. Oh god, me neither. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh hey, if you guys want a longer episode, you know what I need. I need one more vict- volunteer <laughs> for a day in the life interview. I've got two. I just need one more and then we can put it together and make a show. So if you would like to be that person, drop us a note. You know, please, any way you can do it, send me a carrier pigeon, leave us a note on Facebook, leave us a voicemail on the website, any way that you would like to communicate with me other than psychically, because I don't think I catch those as often. <laughs> please do so, so we can make another Day in the Life episode, because we all know how much we love those. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. So if you like our show, please leave us a review on iTunes and tell your friends all about us. For links to resources shared in this episode and to view notes on all of our shows, you can visit us on the web at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com and you can find the show notes specific to this episode, as Tina mentioned, at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com forward slash And while you're on our site, you can drop us a note or a voicemail and let us know if you have any ideas for show topics or guests. Or you want to be an interview for a day in life. Yeah. Well, goodbye, everyone. Have a great week and come back and take a break with us again next time. Yep. Goodbye. Bye.